Hi there and welcome to this episode of Artful Loving. In today's episode I'm going to talk about how do we know when it's the right time to get the hell out? When do we call it a day? When is it time to just call it quits and walk away from our relationship? If this is interesting to you then stick by and uh, hopefully this is useful. Welcome to Artful Loving where together we master the world of love, sex and relationships. Brought to you by me, Nick Tovey. Hey, I'm Nick Tovey, relationships and intimacy therapist, educator and author of the book The Revolutionary Man, which you can find on Amazon. Um, if you're new to the channel, please go ahead, subscribe, click the notification bell so you get notified when new videos come your way. If you're new to me and want to find out a little bit more about myself, my work and how you can work with me, then head to my website, nicktovey.com. And of course, if you like what I'm bringing here, please click the thumbs up, click the like button, share it with your friends, comment, please give me your comments, your questions, your feedback, anything. The interaction that I can get with you is going to make this video more accessible to more and more people. As we all know, relationships, intimacy, this area of life is something we could all do some help with. And so let's get this information out to as many people as possible. So I'm asking for your help in that. Thank you. So how do we know when it's time to call it a day? It's not an easy question to ask and it's definitely not an easy inquiry to delve into. We've all been there. We've all had the experience of breakups. We know it sucks. It's hard. It's painful. It's unpleasant. It can be really, really messy. What we want to try and do is avoid the messiness as much as we can. But of course, it's not always up to us, but we can play our own part. But I'm really talking about what the lead up is towards that decision that we need to make to break up. To me, what are the signs that tell us, OK, we this is not going any further. I need to call it a day. We need to go our separate ways and 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 be done with it. Of course, there's no one size fits all answer to this question. Every situation, every relational context is going to be individual and is going to require its own nuanced inquiry. And, and of course, it's important to that not to take other people's uh, suggestions and advice as gospel for your relationship. And at the same time, there's also some useful ideas that we can, that I can bring to you and that we can discuss and that people can offer that are going to help you self-inquire, go into the decisions around uh, what's right for you in your particular circumstances, in your particular situation and, and in your particular relationship. What I think is most important to, to take note of here is that a relationship supposed to be a place that we enjoy being and my view is that relationships should be a sanctuary they should be a place where we feel safe where we feel loved where we feel cared for where we feel respected um where we a place where we get to have, enjoy and have fun and and explore and and feel a sense of uh 
this is a good place to be, yeah? And so, of course, if it's none, none of those things, or if it's, you know, not so, it's not scoring so well on those things, then we need to really look at, why am I here? What is the purpose of being here? What am I getting out of this relationship? And why am I feeling like I'm stuck in it? And that's a really, really important thing to consider. If we're feeling stuck, that's probably not a good thing, yeah? That, why are we feeling stuck? Why does it feel like a place that I'm imprisoned? Um, we don't want our relationship to feel like a prison. This is, of course, a really, really important thing. Uh, a, a nice rule of thumb that I like to bring to, well, lots of areas of life, but let's specify um, around relationships, is, is what I call the 80-20 rule, yeah? Of course, relationships are gonna have difficult times. We're gonna have shit that comes up. We're gonna have moments where we disagree, where we have conflict, where things aren't working as well as they may once have been, or they possibly could be, yeah? That's just life. That's just a normal part of, of life in itself. Of course, life has its ups and downs. And when you think about two people having their own ups and downs, it, it's it's magnified, yeah. The the ups and downs are magnified by by two. It's a squared experience, yeah. So of course we uh, we're gonna have those challenges. So I'm not. I definitely don't want to project any fairy tale ideas that there's such a thing as this relationship that is perfect all the time. That's ridiculous. That's just not a, a, a realistic expectation. So let's put that aside straight away. And at the same time, we don't want to have a relationship that just feels like shit, that doesn't feel like a place where I can relax, a place... If you think of that, you know, I mentioned the word sanctuary. If a relationship doesn't feel like a place where I feel happy to go home to, a place where I can, I can exhale, I can let go of the, the stresses of the rest of my life, I can feel uh, met and, and comfortable and safe and respected and loved, then there's something wrong, yeah? So the 80-20 rule gives us a, a measure where I can start to look at, uh, yeah, do a bit of a mathematical equation around how good this relationship is to me. That means I want a relationship to be positive, to feel good 80% of the time. And of course, those times where it doesn't feel so good, the challenges, the conflict, the the shitty times, yeah, they happen, but we don't want them to happen more than 20% of the time. If And of course, I think it's important to recognize there's going to be times where that uh, equation, that um, ratio does fluctuate, yeah? Of course, there's going to be times where it's like, this just feels like shit and I don't want to be here. And there's, you know, the idea of 80% being satisfying and fun and good uh, is, is very far away. But what I think is important to, to look at is that if we took you know, the average score over, let's say, six months. And if it was 
more than 20% bad over that six month period, that's probably not a good thing, yeah? It doesn't necessarily mean we have to do a runner straight away. Let's talk about that in a minute. But there's something wrong there, yeah? The, the equation is unbalanced and we need to address this. <clears throat> like I said, there's gonna be times when it just doesn't feel so good. So that's okay, that doesn't definitely mean the relationship's flawed, this person's a bad person for me, and I need to get the hell out of there. That could be true, but it doesn't necessarily mean it is true, yeah? What I think is important is when we recognize that the equation's out a little bit, I'm not having a great deal of fun, it doesn't feel like sanctuary, it doesn't feel res like I'm respected, the communication's top-notch, the sex is good and satisfying, the intimacy level is is fulfilling for me and, and the level that I'm, I'm not just talking about sex, but intimacy, affection, closeness, connection, that's all intimacy. Um, if that's all not fully satisfying, we can do something about that, yeah? That's the important thing, is recognizing, okay, if things aren't great, what can we do to change it? What can we do to make it better, to improve things? A really important thing we need to really anchor into our mindset here is that relationship is a verb. It's something we do, not something we have. So therefore, there's activity involved in a relationship. We need to be intentionally involved in making the relationship, cultivating the relationship, co-creating together a relationship that works for us, yeah? If it doesn't work for us, then we've got something, we've got some decisions that we may need to make. But ultimately, we can't just, you know, two people collide, they get together, and we just expect that, okay, now we're in a relationship, we don't need to do anything about it. It doesn't work that way. We need to be proactively engaged in creating this relationship. So what can we do when we find that place where it's like things aren't so great, they could be better, I know there's potential for this relationship, then we need to have a conversation about Okay, what can we do? What do you feel the, the, the how can how can this relationship best meet your needs and and of course you then offering your perspective of how this relationship can best suit your own needs, yeah? And so we come together, we have a conversation, we we do a bit of back and forth. There's a negotiation that takes place and a conversation and discussion around what can, what are we looking for? What's important to us? What are the values and ideas and, and desires that we have in relationship? How can we, as individuals, take some ownership of what we need and how we can do something better and also what we can do for each other to, to serve each other's needs? It's really, really important. If, and this is the challenging thing sometimes, if we want to come to that place and it's like, okay, this isn't working as well as I'd like it to be, and the other person just isn't willing to come to the negotiation table, they're not willing to do that bit of work and be proactively engaged in cultivating a relationship that works, if that person's not ready, then we've got some decisions to make, yeah? That may mean it's time to get out. 
it's if this person isn't willing to put in the work that is going to bring this relationship to the place that is going to serve your needs why are you there get out get out get out get out get out <laughs> it's if they're not willing to do to put in the work to do the to do the activities to to recognize what's working what's not working to to make it a priority that's the important thing if they're not willing to make this relationship a priority to make you a priority then you're not in the right relationship it's really that simple of course we're then going to go up and into our mind and try and uh, justify all the reasons why it's okay to be with this person they're not that bad and we can convince ourselves that it's okay to stick and uh, in a in a relationship that isn't fulfilling yeah that may only give us 50% of satisfaction if we're lucky um then we need to look at why am i accepting something that's that's so dissatisfying what is that telling myself about my level of self-worth and my level of of deservedness and i think this is this is a really key point we need to make a stand for the kind of relationship that we feel we deserve and if we're just going to settle for a relationship that's unsatisfying that with somebody that doesn't fully respect us that doesn't treat us well that doesn't uh want to have the desire and the effort and the will to put some energy and some intentionality into creating a good relationship for the both of us then that's telling myself that I'm really not worth it yeah I don't deserve that and so we need to then look at what are the underlying themes going on and narratives that i'm telling myself the stories i'm telling myself about who i am about what i deserve where does that come from maybe it's time to go and get some support with that maybe it's time to get some extra uh third party um support on building your sense of confidence your self esteem and looking at maybe there may be some childhood uh wounds there that may need some work done with them yeah so really really important so check out do a little inventory of your own relationship your own levels of satisfaction look at it over a period of time not doesn't have to be a long period of time i think the mistake that a lot of people make it particularly in long term relationship they look at the relationship that it was maybe 10 15 years ago and and look at that and go hey it used to be good So therefore I'll just stay and settle for what's not so great right now. Yesterday's gone. You know, 15 years ago is a long time ago. What now what's happening now is what matters to you and and what we can work towards in the future. That's what matters to you. If you're unhappy now, if you're dissatisfied now, if you're living in a in what feels like a a, a prison, uh, a cage of a relationship that's not satisfying that may not be very respectful, then do something about it don't just settle for it that's the important thing and i think there's a lot of uh historical um baggage that comes with uh this expectation that we should just rely and settle for uh for for unsatisfying and that that calling it 
when it's not doing so great is a is a cop out. Of course, it can be, and this is definitely not what I'm saying. As I as I said before, it may be that we need to do some work. In fact, it's absolutely going to be necessary for us to do some work on the relationship. No matter how good your relationship is, it's important that we are con consistently engaged in responding to the needs of that relationship and developing it and co-creating it and reassessing from on a on a regular basis whether that's six monthly or monthly or yearly we reassess what can we do about this relationship now to make it work for us as we are today not as we were a year ago because this is the important thing as to, to, to recognize is that a relationship is made up of two evolving human beings. So what worked for us last year or five years ago may not work for us today. And so we need to reassess. We need to be engaged in an ongoing conversation around what about this relationship we can we do to make it work for us in each moment as we develop, as we grow. And so it's it, it really does need to be an ongoing conversation between two partners. I remember hearing a story, and I don't know how true it is, um, but I like it anyway, um, that there was a, a Celtic tradition where marriage only lasted for a year, and then after each year, the couple would get remarried. I really like that idea, because I think the, the modern uh, idea of forever and ever marriage or relationship is is terribly flawed. It doesn't work. It's not a very uh, workable system. Uh, but because we, we change, because we evolve, because it's it, forever and ever may not be right for us. Yeah. So it may be that the relationship just lives out its, 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 um, its shelf life. It has a period of time where the relationship is uh, useful to those parties that are involved in the relationship. Yeah. But I like this Celtic tradition, uh, if if it's true. But I like the idea of it anyway. Is that we reassess? You know, we after a year of being together, we come together, we reassess what works for us now. What you know, what look back, do a bit of self reflection on the relationship that's been over the last year, and go, ah, that didn't work so well. I really need this a bit better to feel safe and comfortable and loved. Um, and I want to do this to help you feel that. And then we come together and we make another set of agreements. I think that really, really works well for a lot or could work really, really well for a lot of people. And I mentioned before then just how it may be that the relationship you're in just needs to end. And that is not a bad thing. And I think there's a lot of baggage we have around failure. Yeah, failed relationship, failed marriage. There's a lot of language that we even use uh, when we're talking about the ending of a relationship. And so we can look at it as being a failure and where it might not be a failure. You know, it might have been that you guys as a couple have done a l everything that you can to make this relationship really, really great. And you've You've done a lot together. You've had a beautiful time together. And then there's a point that you get to where it's like, this just isn't serving our needs anymore. And so it's a call that we may need to make to say, okay, we're done here. We need to go our separate ways. We need to walk our own path. And we're going to do that apart. We're going to do that separately. 
It's not an easy call to make, but sometimes a very, very necessary one. And it doesn't have to mean that you failed. It doesn't have to mean that there's something wrong with the relationship or this other person or yourself, yeah? Because sometimes relationships just need to end. They have a particular life path and that's it. It's done, yeah? So trying to flog that dead horse and trying to force life into it is not going to work so well for us, yeah? But like I said, what I think is important when it comes to deciding when to call it quits is have we done what we can to try and work it out, to try and put a bit of life into it? And if, we, if we've done what we think we can and we've tried everything and we've done therapy and we've worked at it, uh, and nothing's feeling great anymore, maybe it's time to just call it, yeah? It's a particularly hard decision to make when there's children involved in a relationship. And, you know, I've been there myself and I know what it's like and I've worked with many couples that have been in the similar situations and I've seen so much trouble and devastation and, and pain and suffering um, that isn't only experienced by the parents, it is also experienced by the kids. Uh, and, and so it's, it's really important that we, we don't take that decision lightly and we do what we can to, to really keep the family together. I think there's no, uh, there's no surprise. We know, you know, statistically that uh, the best things for children is a, 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 a family that stays together, a solid family unit. That doesn't necessarily mean that uh, if, if the relationship is dead and the relationship isn't satisfying anymore, that we should force ourselves to be in it because that in itself is not a healthy environment for those children. And so it, sometimes it is the best decision to make for the parents not to be together, for that couple to, to, to go their own separate ways. But to do that in a way which is, is l as least traumatic, that, 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 uh, that hurts those kids the least amount possible. And that's not always an easy thing to do, of course. But be grown-ups. Don't be little kids feeling hurt, feeling betrayed, feeling uh, like you're being abandoned in that situation. Of course, there's going to be feelings, there's going to be emotions involved, but the, the life of those kids is most what's most important. And so as the adults that are parting ways at that moment, the most important thing that you can do is really have those kids at the forefront of your mind. It's a, it's a difficult thing to do, but staying together in a shit relationship, in a bad relationship to, for the kids, isn't always the right thing to do. Uh, so we do need to make that decision sometimes. Not an easy one, but very, very necessary sometimes. So like I've said, it's a hard call to make. We know relationships are going to be hurtful and painful and difficult and there's going to be grieving and, and all sorts of feelings that we have to go through. And, we, and I, I'm going to do a separate video that is about how do we break up in a way that is uh, as least painful as possible. Yeah, well, let's, we'll dive into that in a separate video. But this is about making that decision, coming up to that point where it's like, how do we know when it's time to call it quits? So 
like I said, nobody deserves to be in a relationship that doesn't feel like home, that doesn't feel good, that doesn't feel safe and respectful and, and nourishing and nurturing to you as, a, and, as an individual. The relationship should be a container that holds the two individuals that are inside it and keeps them safe, keeps them nurtured, is supportive to your own personal and individual growth as an individual and as a couple. Um, and, and so we want to do, do what we can to make sure it is that. And when it's not, what can we do to tweak it, to adjust it, to do what we can to make it work for us? And then, of course, if it's still not working, maybe it's time to call it a day. But the important thing is that we've done all of the steps till we get to the point where it's like there are no more steps to take. And of course, really, really important, and, and it needs to be said, if you're in a relationship where you're not feeling safe and loved and taken care of and, it, and you feel scared and afraid, regardless of your gender, because this isn't necessarily a gendered conversation, but... If that is your experience, you don't feel safe in a relationship, you need to address that. You need to get support, you need to get help in order to get yourself out from that relationship. And it's not an easy thing to do and I know it brings up a lot of fear um, and there's all sorts of stuff that can come up and happen in those situations and, and yet staying there is more disastrous, is more painful and is more traumatizing to you in the long run and you don't deserve that and you, you deserve better, yeah? If that is you, get some support, get some help, reach out to whoever it is, whether it's me or somebody else, or, you know, get some support. There is support on your, there are people on your side. You don't need, you don't need to um, settle for that, okay? And if you're that person making that person feel uncomfortable, you also need support, yeah? There's a reason why you're doing this, and it's not okay that you're doing that to somebody else, and yet, there's reasons why you're doing this, so you need some support, you need some help, so you can stop doing this. You don't feel the need to, to hurt others because of the pain that you feel inside, yeah? So I really, really don't wanna exclude your needs in this situation as well as the perpetrator. It's important that we recognize that is a, is a behavior that is often coming from trauma. So, Let's address it. Let's not just hide it. Let's 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 bring it into the into the real world and and do something with it, yeah? Okay. I will leave it there for this video. Thank you very much for being with me and sticking by me. If this is useful to you, I'd love to get your comments. Um I'd love to get your questions. If you have any questions, if you would like to talk and discuss about something in this theme or any other theme that I've talked about or could talk about, then get in contact with me. Send me an email through the website, nicktoby.com. And of course, like it, share it with your friends, comment and subscribe. All right, beautiful people. Take care. Much love. Mwah.